Bring it! Oh my god. Composer was Carl Johnson. Carl Johnson Carl composed Johnson this episode. And oh, if, if that music just... This is a banger of totally a score is. for this episode. Totally is. Even, and again, with Shirley Walker is also... And uh, yeah, I just I was like, ah, oh, we got to start off the show with that beautiful gray ghost theme. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I am, of course, uh, Dave the Film Junkie, and with me as always, Scott McClellan. What is up, sir? How you doing? Doing okay. I've had a crazy day. So have um, I. Yeah, yeah. Crazy days have been happening. The crazy <laughs> days will continue to ensue. And let's just put it this way: the, everyone's taking a nap now, which is like two hours later than normal nap time. If that gives you like any gauge as to how this day went. Oh yeah, sounds like it. It sounds like it was uh, pretty uh, eventful. Eventful, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, if if you guys watched the vodka stream last night, you guys know I was up very early to help my uncle move, which was glad to do. You know, because uh, he was uh, changing locations for certain reasons and um, needed some help, so helped him out. But yeah, that was about <sighs> five, six hours. Yeah, about six hours of. Uh, doing all that being up trying to sober up <laughs> trying to do all that good luck with that yeah. oh i know it was uh i think i was probably still a little woozy from last night's uh shenanigans but yes thank you for joining uh batman the Phantomated. we have my well, man we have a good episode one of the best in top the bunch. five top, top five, five. Easy. easy easy i i debate whether it even makes it into the top three. Oh, omari yes dude I watched it. I, I think I like I when Adam West died, I was like, oh man, I nope. want to watch this episode immediately. The Saturday we found out he passed away. This was the episode. This yep. is what I watched as a memorial to the man. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And we agree, Sam. We agree. Good to see you, Jason. Hey, Jason. And we got to run. How you doing? Hey, we got Clayface in here. Oh, Clayface just watched episode Beware the Great Ghost. I'm reading that in Ron Perlman's voice, by the way. Oh, you better believe you better be reading that in Ron <laughs> Perlman's that. voice. Yes, exactly. And then, of course, we got Philip Barker. What's up, sir? Hey, Philip. And we got Mind the, the Guys, I guess. <laughs> That's how you say that. Thank you for, thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And hey, Michael. Michael, how you doing? Um, all right. I don't know if Mama Film Junkie is going to show up because she showed up at my uncle's. She might be still there helping him unpack and stuff. So she might not make it. She'll have to watch it later. But yeah, guys, beware of the great ghost. Um, yeah, like I said, this is one of those that, I mean, we were just talking backstage, kind of going, did we re- even really need to take notes? I didn't. <laughs> I really, I didn't take notes. I mean, it's like, yeah. I know this episode, like, I even debated whether I needed to watch the episode to get ready for today, because it's like, I know this episode backwards and forwards. Yeah. Like, it is amazing of an episode. Yeah. It really is. It really is. And I mean... It starts off with that glorious theme that you heard at the beginning of this show. I mean, you get that title card and you get that. It's just it's just 
you hear it and that's it immediately i mean it, like i said it's singed in uh oh did i freeze up no i didn't just trying to, oh there we go and just hearing that start off the episode it's so it's so 30s high adventure yes. like we were Very talking much. last night about that era of movie like you know rocketeer and um shadow and phantom yeah. it's like the gray ghost the cool thing about the the whole concept of the gray ghost is they do it like it's almost a shadow ripoff oh, you know yeah. because he's wearing a suit with a cape and some goggles and a hat <laughs> you know yeah exactly and even like the little like beware yeah, it's like what he yeah. looks yeah it's like that but the cool thing that they play it into an inspiration for bruce like normally it would be as we've seen bruce and his parents coming out of seeing the mark of zorro in you know from the monarch so mm -hmm. it's like it, it so gray ghost kind of became the animated universe's proxy for these old pulp heroes that we know in real life inspired mm -hmm. bob kane and bill finger to create the batman exactly exactly and just the fact that they got adam west to oh, uh voice him and it was just so perfect there's you know i mean it, there's just there's stuff in here uh you know in the clip i want to play like which will be coming up in a little bit here it's just uh, it's just a, it, it almost you kind of go Huh, did Adam West like totally agree? Because he kind of was like, Yeah, I kind of had these struggles after I did Batman where I could not get work because everybody's just is, typecasted. This is a this is a weird chicken in the egg question yeah. that I don't think has ever really been addressed. It's like, did they write this episode knowing they were going to get Adam West? Right. Did they write the episode and it was inspired by Adam West and just by the fates? they got Adam West to actually play Simon Trent. Like, I really want to know, like, do yeah. they write the episode and Adam West signed on or was Adam West the actual inspiration for the character of Simon Trent? Because boy, does it feel like Adam West's life after Batman 66. It really, it really does. And that's what I was kind of thinking about when I was watching it again. And I'm just kind of, I, I wanted to know that question too. Or I had that question too. And I was actually wondering if you had like any information on that in like any books or anything, but no, no I don't. Yeah. And, and maybe if I went back and dug, uh, mm -hmm. if I dug into the Batman animated book that I've talked about by, by Chip Kid, maybe yeah. there's like a story Something or two, Yeah, but like, there's no commentary on this episode on the blue. Like you would think this episode, would have a commentary track. I mean, really, about, right? And there is, oh man, that's interesting. Oh yeah, and by the way, you know, raise our um, cans to a, well, a certain someone who passed away who voiced, uh, who had a voice in uh, Batman, the animated series, Ed Asner. That's right. Yes, he played Daggett. Roland, Roland Daggett. Right there. I totally, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He's Daggett. So yeah, may uh, Ed Asner rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Batman, the animated series family. Mm. right there such a prolific guy my god oh well, and then I, later I on in the animated universe coming back as granny goodness yeah so. yeah there's that too i mean yeah of course jay jonah he did that so many i mean you just forget how much he did how much that man did and you know lived a full life thankfully which is good he always hated when they died young of course but i think he was what 91 91 91 yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so full life so yeah may he rest in peace so yeah so we get, of course, the uh, the opening, and this is what I love about the opening of this uh, episode because 
it kind of does you see the opening of uh like you're watching an episode of the great ghost by the way aren't they they have like a comic book run a little bit right of the great ghost white well he does appear okay there's lots of different things like he does appear in sean gordon murphy's uh curse uh the curse of the white knight harley quinn series he appears in that um you know they actually made to talk about the impact when they were making the animated series line of action figures from DC collectibles, they made a gray ghost figure. Yeah. I need to get that thing. Oh, Oh, trust me. There was a part of me that was like, because I don't really collect the, like I've I've collected select animated series figures. And there's a part of me that always looked at the gray ghost one and goes, you know you want that one, Scott. Exactly. Exactly. You know you want. You know you want that. Hey, Todd one. McFarlane, you want to go ahead and make something? You know you can. Oh, make dude. Part, dude. If I could, if I could get a McFarlane Grey Ghost, oh, that dude, would be take take my money. Oh yeah. I'm, money. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, just putting it out there, putting it out there in the ether to see if like maybe McFarlane one day goes, hey, let's make a let's make a Grey Ghost uh, uh, figure. That'd be sweet. But um, so we're it starts off, of course with the whole mad bomber thing. But what I love about it is, you know, you see young Bruce who's watching, who's watching it all dressed up on the floor. He's got his gray ghost doll. And we have his father, of course, reading the paper. And we know it's Kevin Conway that does just a little bit deeper of a voice for Thomas Wayne, but you know. I know. And I, and I always did love the fact that Conroy was also the voice of yeah. Thomas. Like so that's, that yeah. was great. Bedtime after gray ghost, Bruce. And of course, he's not paying attention. And what, and what I really like, um, like again, I keep on saying what I really like is the fact that it does that parallel thing because yes, then you see, like, yes, you see the episode and then you realize when you start to see what's happening in Gotham, they've already set up for you that this is yep. a copycat. Exactly. All, I mean, you have Piedmont Plastics that's in the episode, and then it goes to Gotham Plastics. And then even uh, Batman and the Great Ghost do the same thing, where they see it in the distance on a rooftop, and then they just jump down as their cape goes, whoof, swoosh. And the, like and the notes are the are word yeah. for word the same thing. Yep. And another episode, now this is in Spectrum, and I still think Spectrum's like, like top tier, grade A. Mm-hmm. This animation is like, I'm not even going to say it, it. it's a step below spectrum. It's just slightly a different style, but yeah. it's still like it's that, up there with like yeah. the quality of animation for an episode. Like, yeah, I was like, watching and I'm like, it's not quite where, you know, it has been, but it's not terrible either. It's not Christmas with the Joker. <laughs> it's not that. It's no, not that. no. No, it's, it's not still that. pretty good. It's still pretty, uh, yeah. But it, but at the same time, yeah, I'm like, but it's not man bat. I was like, hmm, interesting. But uh, yeah, so we get that that parallel, which I really was, uh, I really love that. And then of course, um, um, when they show up at the bank and it blows up, Gordon shows up, and then Batman shows up, swoops in, and then yes, similar to what the Gray Ghost got was a note saying that uh, that this Mad Bomber wants. Uh, wants a million dollars or else he's going to blow up something else. And uh, so, yeah, just doing that back and forth. I really like that. And you know what's You know what I really, I did not, which I'm glad just watching this again, because I totally just never piece this together as many times as I watched this episode is I always kind of like thought, okay, and maybe some people might think, well, Bruce, shouldn't he remember all this? But I love the fact, I love, that's what's so brilliant about the construction of the plot mm-hmm. is that it shows you in the flashback as a kid, 
he fell asleep. Yeah. He never saw the end of the episode. Exactly. For some reason, I just never really pieced that together until now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why he doesn't know about this episode because he fell asleep. And it's not like he could just watch a rerun. I mean, that was appointment viewing, and then you couldn't watch it again, you know? And then they explained that, you know, later on when he's trying to find episodes of The Great Ghost, they, they all the negatives burned up at the studio. Didn't they? Didn't they? What was the studio name? Was it Spectre? It was Spectre. Yeah. Right. And I I like that. It was like, oh, okay, cool. I I see that. Yeah, yeah. Either like either like you want to think of it like the Spectrum Studios or you want to call it the Spectre and think about Mm -hmm. like the DC Comics character. And it's so funny as I got older, and then as a Doctor Who fan, this just reminds me of why there's so many Doctor Who episodes from like the 60s uh, that are lost because bbc would air episodes and then trash the negatives so like so there there's so when you hear about something going up in flames and there being Mm -hmm. fires it's like no that was like real world like crap like that happened where all tv shows just lost just lost it's crazy i mean nowadays everything just is in a is a digital file now but yeah i mean that they they explain that of course when bruce starts looking for it but of course when all the, you know, when the back and forth is going on, but yeah, it's just, I was just like, oh yeah, that's why he doesn't know this because he doesn't know what happened because the, the fact that he fell asleep. Cause you actually see Thomas pick him up and uh, all, what does he say? Like uh bedtime or he goes like uh, all gray ghosts uh, go to or fall asleep or something like that. I forgot what he said. I think I thought I wrote it down, but I, I thought, I don't think I did. Um, but then of course, a little gray ghost even needs to go to bed or something, 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 something like, like that. that. Something very dad, something very dad, very dad. Very very dad. dad. And then, uh, and then we go get to um, Bruce, who's having a nightmare, and then he remembers, like, oh yeah, the gray ghost, and it just kind of comes to me. He has that epiphany of like, oh okay, there's something that has to do with my old hero, and um, and then we cut to where he's in the car, of course, Alfred driving, and he's got that TV in there, you know. Uh, that, <laughs> that weird technology of... that you're like, you have a TV in your car yeah. that looks like it's from the 40s. Okay, yeah. I just, but I, that's what that's what I love about this series is the fact that it that it has that. Um, I think I liked it too when like um, in Phantasm, Batman, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, they show the the world of tomorrow or the you know whatever the hell when they oh yeah the, the world's place. basically the New York World's Fair you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they show that kind of world and it's like that modern yet not futuristic kind of thing. You know, I, I, okay. Cool connection. This is our tangent. Okay. Look at the world of tomorrow, and it basically is what they made Metropolis in Superman the Animated thank Series. You, thank you, thank you. Because I was just kind of, I was like, essentially, it's Metropolis is what Metropolis looks like. Yeah. Yes. When they yeah, in Superman the Animated Series. Yes. I totally yeah, I was totally thinking about that when I was having those thoughts of like, just the way that things are, especially looking at the TV and everything, and um. So, of course, we got Summer Gleason on there talking about the, the Mad Bomber. And then Bruce has to talk to himself and say, like, well, what does it have to do with my old hero? You know, that whole thing. You got to love that. You got to love oh, that. You, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, it's, and, well, and it's not really talking to himself as much as because Alfred's in the car. Yeah, like you, you could be talking to Alfred. You could be talking to Alfred. I do love it, though, when they go to. I think it's also interesting how collectors get depicted in this episode. Yes. Um, fat balding guy with a soda with like two straws. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's my life. Of course, I also love the very subtle visual humor of Alfred going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and like even even to the point that like, he like takes up the handkerchief and like 
starts wiping down the counter. I'm just like, like oh, wow, Alfred. Fred never, never turns it off, does he? Never turns it off. But uh, yeah, it's funny too because he goes like, yeah, this is my life. You know, I have every episode that's ever been made. Blah blah blah. And he talks stuff. Gray Ghost. Oh yeah, name something else. It's like, of course, you don't have the one thing that Bruce Wayne is looking for. And then he explains, of course, what happened, what we just talked about, how the negatives burnt up 20 years ago. So nobody has any copies anywhere. Well, we think for, we think we nobody has copies of uh, of the episodes of the Great Ghost. So then um, so then Bruce goes to the library. <laughs> Man, to, to, to tell you what, it was the library. It was the Television Actors Guild. That's right. It was. Yeah. So he was going <laughs> Television Actors Guild. So he's just looking through books, trying to find, he's just like, so many actors. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of actors, Bruce. There definitely is. Um, I know you don't watch too much TV and movies, probably. So maybe he's just like, didn't realize um, that there is so many actors like that. But um, so then, of course, he finds Simon Trent. That's when we realize who, you know, the Grey Ghost was, Simon Trent. And it just so happens he lives in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah. even before then i like how we got sort of subtly introduced to him because like he's you know we get introduced to him by his landlord yelling at him yes and this know. is the clip i wanted to play right here oh because, yeah because this is where we get our introduction and you just i mean all in one scene you just see where this guy is at and it, it's it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking and it's a really good scene with the score and everything. And because yeah, it's almost like it. they play the Grey Ghost theme in like a minor key mm -hmm. to like really emphasize. Like it's like Simon Trent's theme is this sad, lonely version exactly. of the Grey Ghost theme. So here it is, right here. Trent, Trent, you hear me? It's just that cliche asshole. Trent, I know you're in there. This ain't no homeless shelter. Pay your rent or get out! Lousy has been actor. And he's just looking at his collectibles. It's down on his luck. Look, yeah, yeah. You could hear the theme right there, yeah. Yeah, but it's slow and it's minor key. Yeah. And it's sad. And then he's like, it's like he's trying to cheer himself up with the plane, and then he gets oh. the call from his agent. Yeah, it's me, side. And that's Ephraim's and Bush Jr. Yes, I was about to say, I was like, that's Ephraim, right? I need to work, Frankie. Get me something. You're my agent. See, Adam I West try, just kills son. it, man. I really do. It. But they still think of you as the Grey Ghost. Those who remember. I yes. can do other What a dick. I'm an actor. I know, son. Hey, we've been through this before. And doesn't this just sound like Adam West's life right now? Yeah, it kind of does. That's why you just you have that question of like, I wonder if this is what he had to go through somewhat. You know, and you just look at the character that just like everybody just sees you as that. Those who remember, like yeah. like that little dig from his agent. It's just like mm -hmm. oh. just starts trashing everything. So the point where he even lifts up this big heavy like careful man. Yeah, oh, that's so poor, tragic. I mean, once again, this is a kids cartoon. <laughs> exactly. And we're oh, dealing with man. the idea of, unfortunately, for actors, that story is more common than not. Yeah, that's what's sad. And it, it kind of gave you like that introduction as a kid. You're kind of like, oh, my God. Hey, she did make it. What's up, Mom? Hey, Mama. Doing? She made it. 
She made it home. She survived. Uncle Larry <laughs> let her go. <laughs> anyway, so back to the episode. So yeah, we get that. It's just such a good scene right there. And um, and you know, we get just we just see where he's at and the fact that it's like, yeah, he's just down on his luck and he needs to work, trashes his place. And then we get over to uh Yester Toys. I actually kind of like that name. I Yester do Toys. like that name. I've yeah. always liked that name. And then yeah. of course we get introduced to I I, I never bothered to learn his real name. No. Um Ted dimer i think it's like died yeah like like if you want if you look at the credits it's give his name but then it's funny who the voice who's the voice it's bruce tim oh shit (laughs) not only is it his voice look at his character design dave Oh, oh it's it's bruce tim it is him huh geez i didn't even think about that either holy crap oh man that's crazy well that's cool there you go see this is what you learn on batman the Animated stream right there a little stuff like that and i was hoping i was like i knew i was i was gonna look it up but i always like the reveal i always like it when you give the reveal of who's the voice and then certain little things like that i love it um so then we get um we're at yester toys of course we get that Did you see like the little easter eggs Oh, I saw Forbidden Planet because I I saw Robbie the Robot. Yeah. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, yes, yes. Creature from the Black Lagoon is also spotted in there, too. Probably some other things, too. I should have probably, like, paused it and looked around. But, uh, yeah, Uh, I was like, cool, little nice little Easter eggs that are floating around in that little uh, toy store. And then, uh, you know, so Simon, so down on his luck, he's got to sell his original Grey Ghost costume. And, of course whatever his name is ted would you say his name was again <laughs> i think it was like ted or something, something like that like he's all excited because you know he loves his stuff but then he says he can't give him much because the gray ghost merch is just not selling and then come pan over just to add just to put more salt on the wound oh it's my like, god yeah buddy like lemon you're, juice you're, you're on that paper cut yeah yes. it's like it's like it's on sale and it can't even move yes it says save 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 sale and it's just like nobody's buying and it's just like that's got to be another just another kick to the pants it's like not only can i not get work because everybody looks at me as gray ghost but not even people want the gray ghost like what the hell man i mean it just just adds more to it and uh yeah it's just like i said just like salt in the wound so then you know he gets back to his apartment uh you know everything of course he's pretty much just got rid of everything he pretty what does he say he goes well that's the last time you're gonna pay the rent old friend doesn't he say something like that yeah that's exactly what he says because he basically finally pawned off the last of his collectibles basically saying i've got nothing left to sell like literally i i have nothing i need a job now or like because i've got nothing to pitch in to pawn to pay my rent the next time for the next month yeah so I mean, that just that must really suck, too, or it's like um, just the fact that I mean, that's that's the stuff that did make your career, even though it was a curse to your career. And then you have to use it to pay your rent. I mean, good Lord, man. But once again, (laughs) very common, like like you just said that way too common in the entertainment industry. It's this weird typecasting thing. And, And I love how the episode, even though it's for kids is a weird meta commentary on the industry. Yeah, it's like it really is. Look what you've done to, to some people, yeah. to countless actors who get really big on one role and then for some reason casting agents, directors, whoever, it's just like 
I'm sorry. We don't believe that you're actually actors who can play other roles. Exactly. Like, and it, and again, just you kind of just want to go, was this what Adam West was dealing with? You know, because you can't you could if you walk up to somebody like uh, name something Adam West was in. What are they going to say? Obviously, they're going to say Batman. I mean, I'm going to be frank. I can't name anything else. Exactly. That's the thing. And it's it's not that he was terrible. He was a great, you know, he was good looking dude. I mean, he's a, you know, he had that, he had that actor's persona. He looked like a movie, like an actor, like an Oh, actor. no, he was a, he had yeah, he was, like the yeah. jaw, the look. I mean, and yeah. he got the ladies. Let's, let's, let's be uh, yeah. honest. Um, yeah, you, you hear some of those behind the scenes stories. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, oh, I've yeah. read, I, I, uh -huh. I've read some of the stories. I watched that uh, Return to the Batcave movie they did That's, in like 2003. Yeah. I, I watched that and they talk about sometimes where it's like, yeah. Ladies definitely like the guy, that's for sure. So then, um, you know, after, after he does that, he just falls asleep in his chair with his window open. I'm like, do you really want to keep her? I mean, I guess he's got nothing really to steal anymore. But it's but, Gotham. Yeah, it's <laughs> Gotham still. But, you know, there's something kind of, I mean, maybe it helps him sleep because, you know, you hear the police sirens in the background. You get the breeze. The breeze. It does seem kind of relaxing, even though it's like a pretty really rough neighborhood that he's living in. and then of course batman being batman and i i wonder you know it's kind of funny i think i was actually thinking about this the other day because i was thinking about this episode and i was remembering this part where simon wakes up and everything is back the the poster glass is restored the costume is there and i'm just kind of going okay so when batman does this is he wearing his cape at the same time because it seems like the cape can end up getting in the way and making a whoosh sound or something like that does maybe he like take it off and just to make sure that he doesn't wake up the guy's <laughs> chair stupid stuff like that <laughs> well you know what i think about is that he spent all the money because you think he you gotta think that bruce went yeah. to yester toys yep. dropped a load of cash to buy all of it all of it and then i'm wondering so now that the stuff is actually sold could Simon actually like go back to Yester Toys and actually like get a cut? Yeah, I, I even thought about like, I mean, if if things just still didn't work out, could he sell it again? <laughs> or I thought about that too. You're, yeah, you're I was not like, wrong. I got, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that could be it. But luckily, at the end of the episode, you know, I don't think he's gonna have to do that, which is great. So of course, there's a, a letter on the uh, the costume from Batman telling him to to meet with him, and uh, you know, so he does. He goes out there, meets with him, and then. And uh, he approaches him, and I love how Simon's like, you, you know, just gives him that, you. I love, I always love that in, like, movies and shows, and, like, yes, especially yeah. like a bat. It's like, you, because they know exactly who it is, because, you know, big brooding guy dressed as a bat. So, um, of course, Batman approaches him, and then Trent starts running away, but you can't run away from Batman. <laughs> he just... <laughs> Especially when, you're, especially when you're an old yeah yeah you're an old dude you're, you're an old dude not, I mean. yeah <laughs> you're not gonna get away from batman and sure enough he doesn't and then batman basically just starts saying like hey some stuff's like there's a bomber out there it shows him the note and goes hey things are just it's happening just like an old episode of the great ghost and it, you know it's just funny just having that realization that yes that's of course bruce didn't see the end of the episode just this made me enjoy it just a little bit more because i'm like yeah of course he'd be like you got to remember because I fucking fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. I don't remember this episode. Damn it. You know, I can't find it anywhere. Like what the heck, man? So I, I just kind of, lo I, I love the fact that I have like a newer appreciation for it. So then um, after he tells him that, well, then of course we hear the sound of the remote control cars and Simon. And I love the fact that we still don't know what they are. Like we, yeah. we, we haven't even found out that they're the remote control cars yet. 
another beautiful thing about this episode is like yeah. you hear the noise and you're like, what is that? We don't find out until Bruce actually watches the episode. You're Which right. doesn't happen until after this sequence exactly. because because you also see that look on Simon's face where he's like, like, like he the recognizes noise. the yeah. noise. And then Batman's just like, well, there's an art school right there. <laughs> Pushes them into the alleyway and boom. And it's like, oh, my God. And then and then Simon just runs off again. And, you know, of course, Batman wasn't going to like full on chase after him because he's like, well, shit, you know, this just blew up and he's probably going to make sure that, you know, Gordon and police are going to show up. So then we go back to Simon's apartment. Batman, of course, is there. And right, I love the fact that he just drops a costume and it falls out like, you know, the goggles and everything. I just just a, just a little bit of a dramatic effect of just on the ground and it falls out. And uh, so then, of course, Batman just starts, um, you know, asking him for help, you know, it's just totally asking him for help. And. Simon wants nothing of it, nothing of it. But he does go into his closet. And this was a interesting, like you know, another question I had, too, because obviously he was selling his merch to uh, pay the rent. And I'm just kind of going, well, man, how much would those episodes go for if there's I know it, it seemed like that was a bridge too far for yeah. Simon. Yeah. Like he didn't want to get rid of those episodes like the merch is one thing. It's like, yeah, face plaster. But this is the actual work that i did you know yeah. yeah and 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 you've got the sense that he's got to know or does he know like that's another great question i feel like he's got to know that he is in possession of literally the only extant copies yeah of those episodes exactly and it's all in his closet and then i i, I actually want to go back and look at some of the titles of the episode games. titles yes. yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> funny, thing, funny thing funny huh. thing Easter egg. Uh, Guess what episode the Mad Bomber was? Which one? 18. Oh, but, <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, makes the, sense. The, the episode number for Mad Bomber is production order, the number of Beware the Grey Ghost. There you go. See, look at that. Little details like that. You got to love it. But yeah, I want to go back to you. I think there was something that said like, oh man, it had something, it had card in it. And I think it was talking about playing cards so i'm kind of wondering any correlation to like a joker type character or something uh, like that I'm, sh I'm sure there's easter eggs yeah. all in those episode titles one of them said earthquake on it and i was like i don't know okay interesting that's the only one that i saw that I don't could be a no man's one. land reference that would be could fun. be could be could be you so, know I yeah. think no man's land happened after like was was after but still it's like yeah nice it, to think about it like it's that. nice to think about yeah right so then he finds the episode and he just basically he's like here here get you know get this and leave me alone like he just wants nothing of this which what i like about that too is just like he's just he's out of work you know he's he's just down on his luck and he just wants nothing to do with like this whole thing i mean it's almost like batman is bringing him back into the it's like a meta thing almost because it's like he's pl he played this character and now Batman's trying to bring him into a situation in real life, mm -hmm. real life that he has to like go back into that world. And he just wants nothing of it, you know? Oh boy. And, and, and the, and the burn that Batman gives oh. at the end where it's like, <laughs> you know, when I was a child, I watched Greg. Oh, I love that line. When yes. I was a child, I watched Greg ghost every night, you know, every, every night with my father, he yeah. was my hero. I'm not, the gray, gray ghost. ghost i see that now yeah well he also, he... yeah what he also says too is like um 
I had the line written right here too. Fuck, I pray. I'm like trying to find it here. But he, oh yeah, he goes. He goes. He also said, "I used to admire what the gray ghost stood for." Yeah, that's what he also said too. So there was also that little part of it. Oh man, and it was like he says that, and then yeah, when when Simon says that, and he goes like, "Yeah," and he just tells him, oh, "Yeah, I see that now." And it's just like, "Ee," just to add more to this. It's like, but then at the same time. That line right there probably caused a little turnaround uh, for Simon. It was like, wait, wait a minute. Why am I running from this? Maybe I should not be running from this. I should be running towards this. This could be, you know, I've been too busy trying to run from this. And now maybe I should be running towards it. That's what I think. And Dave, can you keep on talking for a second? I need to I need to uh, bounce for a quick second and I'll be right back. OK, that's fine. I'll keep on talking. Um, but yeah, I think. uh you know, when it comes to when it comes to this episode, I mean, they really do a great job in 22 minutes, too, by the way. It's like 22 minutes where they really establish how down on uh, on his luck Simon is, you know, and I think they they kind of pretty much nail it. And I think, like I was saying right here, this was the turning point. It took Batman to really just kind of call him out when he was just saying like hey i uh when i was a kid you know i used to uh, i used to admire what the gray ghost ghost stood for and then he's just like i'm not the gray ghost because that's what simon's been saying probably for the past couple few decades is i'm not the gray ghost i want to be something else like i can act i could do anything i can um to just continue my career and now that he's being pulled back into the into that world like in reality realities terms you know a cape crusader um now he's just like no no just leave it but i think when batman kind of just you know put a little more salt on the wounds i think it kind of woke i think it kind of made simon go okay hey wait a minute um yeah maybe i should be running towards this a little bit more i don't know but man i tell you what there could be like a they they could totally I mean like I that's why I asked Scott because I've I've seen that they 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 there's a little hey Callum showed up yeah he was like I want to talk great ghost <laughs> this is my little great ghost yeah there you go you see Uncle Dave there's Uncle Dave there we go what's going on hi Callum yeah so well I was just saying I mean I wouldn't I was like leading into the fact that well I kept on saying like they, how this episode did such a great job of just establishing uh simon in such a short amount of time you know we just oh yeah and we never yeah. see him again like that's, yeah, that's what's true. amazing i know i mean that's 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 what happens when it comes to these shows it's like sadly we don't see him again but we hope that he's doing well but uh so yeah so then when batman leaves um let's see uh um let's see oh yeah so then we get to uh bruce we're back we're back at bruce and i love the fact that when bruce like when alfred puts it on the projector and he starts uh, starts watching the episode and you know the theme comes on bruce is not sitting in a chair he's sitting on the ground like he's a kid again but he's like leaned up against the table oh Am yeah I, yeah yeah i love no, the he, no he's he, in a chair he's against the is table he in a chair? yeah he's in a chair what happened no, this is a beautiful shot okay. because i love the fact that alfred offers him a bowl of popcorn so he can watch popcorn with the episode and then the camera the the camera <laughs> zooms into bruce's eye yeah pulls back to reveal a young yeah. bruce and then does this glorious animated 360 camera shot 
around young Bruce dressed up as the gray ghost with his gray ghost toy and then zooms back into his eye at the moment where older Bruce is finally seeing the part of the episode he missed as a child because that was when he fell asleep. Yes. So good. And I love the fact that Bruce has like that, you know, that smirk on his face. He's just kind of smiling because it's like, he's got that nostalgic look on his face. And even when Alfred offers him the popcorn, he doesn't even look away. He just, no, yes. He's just like, he's totally in it. And, but yeah, like I said, that is a very beautiful shot that transition back. And then the fact that he just goes, there it is. That's the noise. And then all of a sudden you see what it is. And he's just like, you got to got be to kidding me. Kidding me. <laughs> it's like really remote control cars can't be that. And then of course he tells Gordon like, Hey, so yeah, it's remote control cars. So at the Gotham uh, library, you better be looking for those. And yeah. So, um, so then of course we cut to the Gotham city uh, library where, where Gordon and everybody is just kind of waiting, you know, they're waiting. They know what to, to look for this time. And this is actually a pretty cool scene because then of course, yeah, the, 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 the cars start showing up. And then this is where we kind of get a glimpse of who's behind it. We don't exactly see him. They do a right. good job of just like, but you see the back of his head. You see him like doing his controls and you know, the big screen. And of course, Gordon sees him. And then it's like a pretty intense scene because it's, then it's getting to the point. See, even, see, even Calum, I said, he's like, yeah, mad bomber. No, but like, um, you know, so then they start firing at, you know, the, the everybody just starts firing at the cars and uh of course they're getting by obviously and then i love the fact that <laughs> batman kicks open the doors with flamethrower <laughs> dude he just starts he just freaking kick, kicks open just joosh, i'm like yeah which is like i totally forgot that he had a flamethrower i was like man yeah, it's just I, I just I, I and talking about the it. score too. Like oh, yeah. I love the score for the cars. It's like like this is like I said the entire episode score from Carl Johnson, start to finish. Everything is just a banging episode. Like this is an amazing episode, start to finish. Yes. And, you know, of course, they're trying to get rid of all these cars. And then Batman goes after one of the cars and um, um, it basically uh, it turns over. You know, it's on its it's on its you know, it's not on the wheels. So he's able to, like, grab it and then he opens it up and there's no bomb in there. He has no bomb in there. And he's just like a decoy. There you go. Hold on to stuffed Batman. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I, I will admit, though, this is this is one part of the episode that kind of goes like a bridge too far for me. Yeah, is like Simon in the Grey Ghost costume on the roof, dropping a rope. It's like, yeah, dude, okay, you're an actor. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, you could start really questioning that a little bit because it's like, so there's like a decoy one, pretty much, but then all of a sudden, it's like it's that it's that cut to commercial moment where yes, you, know, you, hear, you hear the you hear the uh zzz, and then it's like <gasps> you know and then all of a sudden it's like how does batman get out of this well simon drops a line and they blow up and it's like it's pretty i mean it's it's close call it's a pretty close call but yeah but it's a cool shot too when he like sees who did it and you see that that kind of blood moon in the background yes. you, know, you see that you see that shot of simon and it's pretty cool but yeah at the same time it's like yeah, you're you're first off, you're like in your 60s. You, you, you didn't really do this stuff. 
But then again, maybe he did. Who knows? Maybe he did some of the, a lot of that work. I don't know. But still, yeah, you could. Yeah, really that, that was the one part. Right but yeah. that's also cool because there's that great moment where you see Batman getting to work with Greg Ghost, and they're both having like their detective moment. Yeah, which yeah, it's cool. It's like there's even it's even got the the Greg Ghost brand name. You know, it's yeah, they're doing that detective stuff, and then he's like, "I'm going to go back and analyze it," and then all of a sudden. Batman's just like, hey, great ghost. Want to give me a hand with this? And then, of course, he's like all about it. So then when they approach the Batmobile, more cars, more cars start showing up. So then, we, of course, we get this intense. Uh, and I always love it, too, how like there's really like when you just hear that noise, it's that's all you hear. There's no music. There's nothing. You just hear that. And it's even like a cool shot where they're both like looking out. And then he's just like, drive. You know, it's just a cool. I don't know. I really just dug that. And then the fact that um you know batman of course is like maneuvering and then tells him to hit the green button and oil comes flying out to just cause but then at the same time i'm like geez you gotta be careful you're, you're gonna end up killing somebody it's like they're blowing up parked cars the <laughs> collateral damage in this episode is a little intense it's a little intense and they, they get away with it and you know simon's all about it. he's like oh we did it partner he's all happy about it and then of course they go back to the bat cave and uh, we find out that Bruce modeled the Batcave from the Grey Ghost Slayer. And he's like, almost an exact replica. Yeah, that was the one part that was just like, really? really? Yeah, that, like, that was a little... Grey Ghost need a cave? Yeah, <laughs> I was... Yeah. But basically seeing that... <laughs> Seeing that Bruce had like his own like little man cave inside mm -hmm. the bat cave was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, give me to that microphone that Callum's trying to do right there. No, but uh, I like that though, because you know, we see like his collectibles, and I love the fact <laughs> he's just going for that microphone. I love it. I, I love the fact that um there's a poster that is exactly like the poster, uh, you know, the end credits where he's like, where it's like just like the silhouette and the, and the, the background. And he's like, you just see the eyes. It's like exactly like how it's so meta. It's very, this episode is very meta when it comes to a lot of um, the stuff that we see when it comes to the merchandise. It's very, very meta. And I just kind of like dug that right there. It was like, oh yeah, that's like the shot of Batman at the end credits of every episode. So, so then, of course, he shows him all that and just kind of, you know, blows his mind and everything. And, and um, as he's, um, as he's showing him all that, he's kind of confessing like, hey, yeah, you know, he was my hero and all this, all this stuff. And then, of course, they get the, ana they analyze the fingerprints that are on the remote control car. And it's kind of an intense moment. It really is like, it's one of those kind of like shocking, almost intense moments where, where it's like, we find the fingerprints and they're you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so Scott's uh, taking another break yet because it looks like Callum's getting a little fussy. But I mean, another thing that's really good about this episode, too, is like we're seeing Batman. You know, everybody looks at Batman as like a hero. You know, that's what I said. It's like very meta. This this episode's very meta because you'll see, you know, with the collectibles of posters, even the poster that was in Simon Trent's um, apartment kind of resembled like stuff that, you know, Batman posters that we see. So there's like a very meta approach when it comes to this. And the fact that Bruce Tim voiced the bomber, I mean, it just kind of, it just all makes sense. It kind of comes all full circle a little bit. You could tell that there was just, when they came up with this episode, they were really trying to go for that meta effect. And, and uh, there's just so many pieces that came together with Adam West and everything. But I love the fact that when Batman brings it back to the Batcave, 
and shows him his little collection in the Batcave. So now we know in the animated series Batcave, guess what? There is a closet or like a room that has Grey Ghost merchandise, collectibles, and all that stuff in there. Yes. There you go. He's got the bottle now. He's good. That's all he needed was a little bit of drinkage. Oh yeah, we all we all we all need a little liquid refreshment. <laughs> exactly. Now but it should... get, does get really intense because you're like, wow, Batman turned on him really quick because well, yeah, he doesn't like, really you... know. Yeah, and he he does that Batman thing where he's just like, I'm just gonna walk towards you and you know start saying that, and he goes, and he basically is just like, he's like, you knew how the episode played out. You had this, you this, you that. You had the only copy. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, Simon goes, no, it's not. And then all of a sudden, he realizes, ah. Oh, that guy yesterday toys oh yeah i also love the fact that when we get revealed to the mad bomber at yesterday toys that he's beating him with like a batman toy yeah that's like yeah, batman like, the animated like, series yeah he's like slamming it down yeah it, again this 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 episode is very very meta very meta when it comes to a lot of this stuff and um so of course um he shows up batman shows up alarms trip and we see batman down the hall and uh and you know i love it because he does that classic villain explanation thing you know oh, oh yeah he monologues he oh yeah totally monologues, monologues. Yeah. and and then i love the oh the power of the toy and and money oh yeah. can it eat money yeah. <laughs> then I realized you could put a bomb in him. You know, it's just stuff like that. I mean, or he's all then I remember a classic episode of the Grey Ghost. And you know, he starts talking about what he could do when it when it when it comes to uh what he could do with these toys. You could tell he has like an obsession with these toys, like it's totally an obsession of the toys. And uh so and I again I, even what I was saying is like Bruce, I love the fact that you mentioned that Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim was like the 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 voice of this. It's just so many uh, pieces of this episode, and then of course when this is all happening, Simon just starts. Gray Ghost just starts just crashes through the window to take him out, which is again we can go back and be like, hey, seriously, like you were an actor and you're just in your you're sixty years old and you're gonna go crashing through a window like Batman? I don't know, sir. There's something. You might actually like hurt something right there. That might that might actually hurt, you know, him crashing through the window and taking him out. Essentially, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, you know, it was one of those moments again where it's like, dude, you're like a six. You're not actually a vigilante, dude. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, can we can mm -hmm. we can we can we chill out a little bit? But it's still it's still pretty cool, I guess. You know? I know. And then, and then of course, uh, you know, we got the cars. Of course, he activated the cars, and um, but and then they grab him, get him out place blows up and then we see i mean he loses he loses his shit oh my, <laughs> my god toy! no my toy my beautiful toys and he got tears in his eyes and everything it's like we really get a sense of like this guy just never grew up not only does he look like not only yes i know exactly Colin. He, don't yeah, that's exactly up. how he felt like, like exactly. that was his reaction yeah. at the end of the episode a like a crying impression. baby yes a perfect impression right there of what the mad bomber said right there and um yeah so the place blows up and he does all that and then and then of course we get um the newspaper thing like the front page news that batman and the gray ghost take down the mad bomber so now simon's life gets reinvigorated and this is where it, you know we saw him just hit rock bottom and now 
we see him kind of going, I got to run towards this, not run away from it. And now they're mentioning like summer Gleason's mentioning that, that when, uh, that they're now doing like a, a release of all the gray ghost episodes on video, like they like, cause Simon has them. So now right, they can- exactly. And you know what that felt like to me, you know, mm-hmm. retroactively, it was like in like 2010, 2011, when they finally released Batman 66 on home mm. video because Warner go. Brothers and Fox and ABC, they finally got all those rights negotiated <laughs> and mm-hmm. we got that com- that glorious complete Blu-ray box set of Batman yeah. 66. Now, that event at the end of Great Ghost feels like the day that those episodes finally came out. And yeah. so it, there's just like it was almost prophetic in the moment of us going, yes. <laughs> yes. There it is. Finally get this show to own. Yeah. And, um, and then of course, so then there's people are showing up. There's a big, huge line. Uh, we got Simon Trent, you got like a people magazine, something going on in the background where it's like, now he's like, you know, he's popular again. People are like showing up and it, it just comes full circle because now that he, is not running away from the gray ghost anymore. Now he's like leaning into it. Now there's like, he's all of a sudden, he's just like a, a, a star again. And then of course we have Bruce that's in the line and he goes, make it out to Bruce. And he goes, all right, Bruce. And then of course he signs it. And as, as he's walking away, you know, Bruce says like, you know, as a kid, I used to watch uh gray ghost with my father, you know, he was, uh, and he goes, and, and it's almost right there where Simon goes, Bruce Wayne's Batman. Oh no, he totally like, he's like, oh really? And it's like, yeah. and like, and the whole point of that was for Bruce to give him kind of that. I want to, yeah. I want you to know something. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, like, I trust it, you. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I'm gonna tell you, every time when he goes, when when Bruce has to deliver that line, I used to watch Greg with my father. He was my hero, and and he does a whole. I'm gonna tell you, even today, will you stop it? Even today, I get choked up. Oh yeah, especially since Adam West passed away, uh-huh. that chokes me up every time. Especially when he goes, and he still is, it's and he's like, oh, I, I got the lump in my throat oh, like yeah. today, lump in my throat. I don't care how many times I've seen this episode, it just yeah. makes you, it just reminds you remember the legacy. Ooh, yes, exactly, does. exactly. Tom. The legacy of Adam West. Right. Yes, exactly. So. That's the way it ends. It's perfect, perfect way to end this episode. Like I said, this is like just one of those in the top five, 100%. Yeah, you can nitpick some of this stuff, which we kind of, you know, what we do on the on the stream, of course, when we're uh, talking about these episodes. But it's it's always fun when we're watching as an adult and we kind of go like, eh, well, you know, little things like that. But at the same time, we love this episode. It's a great episode. And um, yeah. I don't know if there's really any more we could say about it. Do you have anything else, Scott? Callum? Anybody? <laughs> Sounds like Callum has stuff. thoughts that just aren't very productive thoughts right now. I'm just <laughs> saying funny. that. Um, I just know that we're about to have another like hard. Yeah, I feel this way too about the episode we're going to watch next because mm. next week is Prophecy of Doom. Prophecy of Doom. I'm trying to remember which one that oh, is. Not- uh, Oh, it's 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 the one. It's got the, oh, like, yeah. the cult leader. That's yes. like a no, Nostradamus. See the light. Yes. Oh God, it's such a bad episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I do not have fond memories of this episode. It, it's not. It's not quality. It definitely isn't. I mean, and it's funny too because the guy. It's kind of the guy. Kind of almost. 
looks like Raz Agul a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Like he was like, you see him and like, you know, even like revisiting, you're like, wait, that's not, no, that's not Raz Agul. No, of course not, no. But he kind of looks like Raz a little bit. So you're kind of like, oh, interesting. But yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of almost like throwaway type episodes or whatever. So, but we'll still, of course, discuss it and review it and do all the stuff. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed yourself. Looks like uh, Callum enjoyed himself a little bit and getting a little fussy, but it's okay. Um, anything else you got to say about it, Scott? No, I, I just, like I said, it, this is an incredible episode. Yeah. I will never get sick and tired of watching it. So yeah. much so that I didn't even have to watch it for today, but I did it anyway because how am I going to skip an opportunity to watch this Beware the Grey Ghost? Man, it'd just be awesome, too, if they did some kind of, uh, I don't know, just I don't know what what they could do. Like you said, like that's why I asked about. You no, know they the could do book. a mini series that's like yeah. in the gray. Like, give me episodes of the Gray Ghost. Like, there you go, something like that. Like you know, you see all those names of all the episodes when he's looking for them. It's like do something with that or something like that. A comic book run. I don't know. I would. It would be cool if it was something animated though. So, anyways, guys. So we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. This was Beware the Gray Ghost, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. Like. um, like we said, Prophecy of Doom, that'll be next week. And it will probably most likely be at the same bat time on the same junkie channel. So, um, Scott, go ahead and uh, do your thing. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, ScottDC27. You can find my podcast. <laughs> Stop it. I got to do my thing, buddy. The DC Film Squad gets where a podcast can be found because we are celebrating our six-year anniversary this yes. weekend. Congrats. So tune in. A very special episode. And then, of course, you can find us on Vero, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. And the, you entire court, and the entire network shows at squadcastmedia.com. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, Callum. Also. And you can follow Callum maybe later with like a few, few a decade or so from now. Maybe when he's uh, popular and doing his own podcast. Anyways, guys, you guys know what to do. Smash that like thumbs up. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the join button. Become a member. There's also the Patreon and, of course, the Film Junkie Closet down below which we'll soon of course have those animated shirts i just haven't gotten around to them yet but i will and uh hopefully you guys will uh check those out and uh we will definitely uh see you guys next week on batman the fanimated stream and uh we'll talk to you later <laughs>